It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the first meeting in a year for the leaders of the world's most consequential powers. Today, we analyze the four hours of talks between President Biden and China's Xi Jinping. Hello, I'm Stuart Willey. And I'm Bhavani Vadi. The World in 10 brings you the big news stories of the day, explained and analyzed by the Times of London. The relationship between China and the United States is a crucial one. And with rising trade, diplomatic and military tensions between them, in some ways, Asia is looking more like an old-style Cold War. All of which makes a personal meeting between the two leaders even more crucial. Joining us on The World in 10 is The Times' Asia editor, Richard Lloyd Parry. Richard, can you talk us through what President Xi hoped to achieve from this trip to California? I think what President Xi wanted to achieve was broadly the same thing as President Biden, which is to prevent the relationship between the United States and China from getting any worse. There weren't any you know, big dramatic announcements or breakthroughs today. The main thing, the most important achievement, was that they sat down together for four hours, held a long, detailed, intimate face-to-face conversation. They announced a couple of agreements of medium importance. One is that their two armed forces will resume communicating directly to one another. The Chinese had broken that off last year. And the second is that they've agreed to jointly crack down on the trade in fentanyl, which is this very deadly and addictive opioid drug. So this meeting was on the side of the APEX summit. And and for many members of that grouping, worries about Taiwan and military action are at the fore. Will they be worried about President Xi saying China's uh, absorption of Taiwan is unstoppable? Yeah, I mean, that was the word that that, um, President Xi used. He said the reunification of Taiwan with the mainland is is unstoppable. That's nothing new. That's been their position for, for decades President Biden didn't really shift his position either. The US accepts there's only one China, but it rejects the use of force in bringing Taiwan back under Beijing's orbit. It won't particularly add to military tensions. If anything, military tensions will have been somewhat soothed by the fact that the the two leaders of this country were in the same room talking and more or less getting on. Um, I mean, this is not yet 
a situation like the one between the United States and the Soviet Union during the Cold War, where you had two completely isolated blocks with their own economic spheres, the United States and China and the West, that they depend on one another. Um, They do a lot of business. They depend on one another for supply chains of parts and components. And, And this is why they've come together, is that, you know, whatever the differences of ideology and policy, and and the military tensions, they've got to get on to some extent. Richard, thank you very much. No problem. Cheers. Talk to you again. Still ahead on The World in 10, $500 million brings a massive sporting spectacle to Las Vegas and the British royal family is back in the spotlight with the release of a new TV series. But first, to the Israel-Hamas conflict. We reported yesterday that Israeli forces had raided El Shifa Hospital, the largest in Gaza, which the IDF says is a Hamas command centre. There is an AK-47, there are cartridges, ammo, uh, there are uh, grenades in here. That's an Israeli officer describing what he claims was found hidden on the hospital grounds during that operation. And in the video released by the IDF, he shows weapons, grenades, ammunition, combat gear and technological equipment, saying that this proves that hospitals have been used by Hamas for terrorist activities. Israel's claims about the weapons, though, have not yet been independently verified. As Israel's offensive continues, the humanitarian crisis worsens. Now, after multiple attempts, the United Nations Security Council managed to agree a resolution calling for urgent and extended humanitarian pauses to allow aid to reach trapped civilians. Here's Juliet Toma from UNRWA, the UN agency responsible for Palestinian refugees, telling Times Radio about the current difficulties in trying to deliver aid. So UNRWA received yesterday just below 24,000 litres of fuel. However, the use of uh, this fuel is conditional only for us to be able to pick up um, the trucks of aid. We cannot use that fuel that the Israeli authorities have allowed for anything else. We cannot use it for medical facilities. We cannot use it for water. And so we need shipments of fuel that are regular, but that are also unconditional if we are to continue our humanitarian operation. Because where we stand right now, we cannot continue our humanitarian operation, the largest in the Gaza Strip. Everyone's favourite royal soap opera is back. I'm afraid, Your Majesty, interest in the princess's private life is unlikely to die down anytime soon. You're hearing the trailer for the final series of The Crown, which is now on Netflix. It's based on the real-life events leading up to Princess Diana's death and its aftermath. For many, the drama charting the ups and downs of the British royal family has been compelling viewing. Carol Midley of The Times has called it powerful and moving. But not everyone is raving about it, with critics questioning whether it was entirely necessary to dramatise Diana's ghost in scenes with the late Queen and the current King. Andrew Wilson, who's written extensively about the British royal family, had this to say on Times Radio. You're dealing with people... Uh, particularly the two princes, um, who, who who lost their mother in the most horrible and public way. Simply inventing scenes and having uh, the ghost of 
poor Diana coming back, I think is, is repellent, actually. It's morally repellent. You do, whether you're a journalist writing about this stuff or a dramatist or a novelist, you do have an obligation, if people are still alive and it's all reason, to, to stick to the truth. Something like a Queen's funeral was watched by everybody in the world. It's, it's extraordinary, the interest people express in these essentially not very interesting people. Mm. And, but it, it's true, and therefore I think we have a special obligation to them. To help us sort fact from fiction, the royal biographer Sally Bedell-Smith has written an illuminating article clarifying which events actually took place, which you can read online at thetimes.co.uk. And in what could easily be another plotline in The Crown, there has apparently been a rapprochement between Prince Harry and King Charles after he is said to have phoned his father from his home in California on his 75th birthday on Tuesday. A source telling The Times that a shift in the relationship is hopeful after the rancour of the last few years, which was exacerbated by Harry and his wife's Meghan's revelations in their Netflix documentary and in his memoir. Las Vegas, a city that never does anything small. Big buildings, big events, huge shows. This weekend, one of the world's biggest sports spectaculars comes to the Strip. Yes, Formula One. The motorsport juggernaut speeds into town for the first time in 41 years. This is the sound of the crowd waiting for the glitzy opening ceremony. Keith Urban, John Legend and Cirque du Soleil all performed... But the circus atmosphere didn't impress one leading driver. He thought it made them look like clowns. That driver is Max Verstappen, who's had probably the greatest Formula One season in history, breaking record after record. But he's not a fan of the spectacle beyond the racing. Also unimpressed are many Vegas locals. Unhappy at disruption, the streets are closed and the tickets are expensive. But Formula One organisers say they're in it for the long haul, spending $500 million to bring the Grand Prix back to Las Vegas. Think back to how your grandparents first met. And it was probably through friends, or at a bar, or even at college. But as with so much else, the world of dating has been turned upside down by the internet. Mm, And new data suggests that this may mean less stable marriages. Researchers at Arizona State University questioned nearly a 1,000 people. Couples who met online were more likely to be in same-sex or interracial marriages, and those who got together on an app or a dating website reported less satisfying and stable marriages. Those researchers aren't clear on why. They point to stigma around relationships that start online, or even geography, as more long-distance relationships start this way. If you're single, though... Don't delete that app just yet. The leader of the study says that even those who had met online had high-quality marriages. That's good news for us, isn't it, Stuart? Because we've both met our partners online. (laughs) My eight-year marriage still going strong uh, after beginning on a location-based app. On that happy note, we'll say goodbye. Thanks for your time today. The top world stories in 10 with The Times of London. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.